0: Welcome to Job Seekers Radio. I'm Andrew. And I'm Scott. This production is meant for you, the job-seeking professional, to provide meaningful support to get great careers faster. Whether you're working or not. Today on Job Seekers Radio, we continue our talk about networking from the trenches.
1: Yeah, we're going to talk a little more about the good and the bad, what happens, and this time we want to talk about group events. These are the networking events that may be created by different groups that have different affinities, different uh, starting points, different perspectives. Uh, It could be industry-based. It could be professional level. Whatever starts that conversation and they, they put together an event where people get together, these things can go well and sometimes they don't go so well. So we want to talk about some of the experiences that we've had with that and how to navigate that because it's not always really apparent what the best thing to do.
0: We're really looking to give you some ideas, good and bad, about how to optimize your group experience. And there's many different types of groups available. Be really clear about your expectations from any group event that you're going to attend and establish those up
1: front. Absolutely. Every one of these groups has a purpose. Okay, so I think about one that I was involved in years ago that um, uh, it was really just executives and top management uh, positions, everything from a director like a department director on up to CEOs, and they really wanted to maximize The connections made at that level makes perfect sense. There were some good things that came of it, some not so good things of it. There's another group that I have been involved in that has absolutely no limits to who can attend. And you can imagine how many different kinds of people attend. Diversity. Come on, Scott. But what's really interesting was... Even though I talk to others, oh, well, I I don't meet anybody worthwhile at those. I'm not going to go. I've actually made some of my best friends, networking friends from those kinds of groups. And I really think it's the diversity that makes that happen. You realize where you are in the greater scheme of things. And yeah, there are going to be people there that have it worse than you. There are going to be people who actually have it better than you. And what can we learn from this? As we approach the different group events and think about what the purpose of that group may be, if we have an open mind on what may come of that, then the chances are pretty good. We're going to get something good from it. It really depends on what you put into it. If there are membership requirements, you have to be on a certain level or you have to be able to have X number of contacts. I remember being involved in a group years ago that uh, you had to have at least 150 connections on LinkedIn or they wouldn't allow you in the group. Interesting. Well, because they wanted this to be a networking. Yeah. And so you had to be able to offer something to the group. It wasn't just, they didn't want any takers to come in. Well, you
0: know, in that case, I would be of the philosophy, hey, I'm not going to jump over the bar. I'll just walk underneath of it.
1: Right. Well, and, and one of the things I remember talking to the moderator about this, okay, well, maybe someone is new to the platform and they don't have a lot of connections, but they're really talented. Why would we exclude that person? Of course, it was The the response was because we want them to be able to offer a reach to others who need it. And if he is talented, then he's going to get those 150 and be Mm -hmm. able to join later. Okay, I will give the moderator credit. He made it up front. This is what those requirements are, as opposed to keeping things sort of hush hush. And I really
0: like the type of groups that have their stuff together. For me, that's a value. That's an expectation I have when I go to these groups that they're, they're somewhat organized. I mean, they don't have to be rigid, right. but they have a leadership team, they're organized, they have a purpose, and they facilitate a, a program of some kind. doesn't need to be perfect or that perfectionist kind of mentality, but I like to know that when I'm going to this, that I there's going to be a return on my investment because I find when I go to these groups, I end up making more contributions, which makes me feel good, yes, but I don't sometimes take anything away from that.
1: And there's good and bad with that, too. I agree. What you get out of it, what you put into it, and don't keep giving into these events if you're not getting anything out of them. Unless, of course, it's just a fun time. If, you know, by all means. Cocktails and hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. I, I there's nothing wrong with that at the same time there would be a cultural fit there you're going to your values are going to mesh with the values that you see in place at these events uh, whether that's hey we're schmoozing it's it's really just a game here and we're going to make all these connections and we'll see where they lead us yeah. and and it, it's really just a numbers game yeah there's nothing wrong with that if you're really looking for deep connection and long-term professional relationships and that's the purpose of the group and, and it's stated up front and that's what resonates, well that's probably gonna work for you. But if you're looking for those deep relationships and you go to the group that really is just about schmoozing, that may not feel so good. So pay attention to that. It's unwise to go in with an expectation that you know is not going to be met.
0: And if you're going to a place where you haven't been before and you're meeting a group, Uh, I can remember vividly a a new group that I was interacting with. They were meeting at a bar, which was like, ah, that's no big deal. I've met at bars for these kind of things before. And they had a room set aside. But when you went in this place, literally, it was like being in the dark. The lights were down low. You couldn't hardly see across the room. It was really, and it, this was, Scott, this was a professional yeah. networking
1: meeting. That's weird. And it was really bizarre. Yeah. That leads to a really good point, especially if you're organizing the event. It's important to pay attention to whether or not it's a welcoming event. I think it's important for anyone who, who coordinates or puts these things on The leader of the event has a primary responsibility to introduce the new people to those who have come in the past. That is just the the, the role of a host, right? The new people are not going to necessarily be the first to put their hand out and introduce themselves and and do that. I feel bad for the, the newcomers who don't get welcomed in by the leadership. There's also responsibility by those who have been for a while and know the other people in the room to reach out and welcome new people. It's just not good business, whether it's at in a workplace or at a networking event. It's not good business to expect the new person to welcome himself into the environment or herself into the environment. That's just not okay. So that's how these things can go bad. Yeah. Because you could end up coming to
0: the thing... And it might be a great group of people, but if they're in their little cliques all around the area and not interacting with other people, if that's not something
1: that's in alignment with your core values, you're not gonna be comfortable there. If you set up the event that we're in our clicks, see if you can get in. Now you're going to get the people who actually want that challenge. That could be a really good fit because now you you peel back the layers of the onion to get to the stuff you're really looking for. That could be really effective. You're also going to have a more limited group because not everybody feels comfortable doing that. But it's honest. You're telling the truth. And in telling the truth, you build trust. This is that effort that goes into a networking event, everybody involved needs to have something to do. It's going to take an effort. If you're organizing it, it is incumbent upon you to facilitate those introductions. If you're a regular member, it's incumbent upon you to be open to those introductions and pay attention and notice the new people that are in and invite them in. If you are the newbie, it's important that you have an open mind and look for the people who are looking at you and swallow your pride and introduce yourself if you have to, because sometimes we just have to introduce ourselves. The eye contact move. Yeah. Is that a,
0: that's a new one. Hey, if you connect with somebody by the eyes, you should go introduce yourself to them. Is that how it
1: works? Well, that's how I do it. Okay, and And sometimes I'm more confident in doing it than others. Uh, There's a lot going on in that, and we're not going to get into the psychology of talking to people you don't know. When when we talk about putting yourself out there and and really being empathic, you're putting yourself in the shoes of the person who's been there. They are putting themselves in your shoes as the newbie. Those connections generally tend to happen organically.
0: I also think about those times where um, I went to group events and I just showed up. I didn't really know much about the group. Somebody said I might, you should go to this thing, go check it out. I'm like, I probably should have, looking back on it, done a little more research on on the group before showing up, even if it was just kind of an
1: open thing. But you know something, if you don't, There's also value in going and just being open to the possibilities because that's practicing awareness. You're practicing your ability to go into an unusual environment and see what you can learn. Uh, What is it that Cleon always says? Meet somebody, learn something, something and have fun. Yeah. If you can go to every event with that mindset, you're probably going to get something out of every single one of them. Then we come back to what are you getting out of it? If you put good things into it and you get a lot out of that one and nothing out of the other one, go to that one. Don't go to the other one until you have nothing left to do. And now, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to go and see Everything's what Everything's open. Right. Yeah, fair game. But you've got to do your part as the attendee. While I stress with those who actually put these events on, what their responsibilities are and how they can help others, as the the new participant or the person who hasn't broken through the clicks, We do have a certain responsibility when we go. And to your point, finding out a little bit about the purpose of the group is the first step. You really ought to put some research into it. Yeah, Put some effort into that. You
0: know, in that case where I went to the place that was super dark, I probably could have easily gone to some place like Yelp and just looked it up on there and and go through some of the photos just so I could be comfortable to know what that environment's going to look like when I get there. Sure. And the challenges that I have to work within. And what turned out happening is I was glad I took contact cards with me because I would just write notes on the back of a card. You, you could see enough to write? Yeah, I mean, I could see this. <laughs> and so one of the things that I learned was, oh, okay, now I need to get closer to people because it's dark. And I need to work my way more deliberately around the room rather than seeing across the room and saying, hey, I should go meet that, that person over on the other side of the room. I just worked my way through everybody.
1: What's interesting is if I were to go into a dark room, I would think that this is more like, ooh, I'm looking for my next date, right? <laughs> um, and that's not in keeping with a business function. So what it sounds like is you adapted in the moment to make this work for you. That's a skill that not everybody has. Now, if it's a skill you want to work on, go. Yeah. Just keep doing that. Yeah. Keep reaching beyond your comfort zone. And there's a, a quote, and I can't even paraphrase it, but the idea is you are going to grow only outside your comfort zone. As you're getting in there, you, you want to focus on getting a one-on-one, face-to-face meeting with someone after to see where that can go. If that's your goal, and you only have to do one for that event to, to meet your goal, then it makes the event, shall we say, digestible. It is something you can overcome. Kind of like eating cauliflower. Oh, I love cauliflower. Um, I'm not sure that's a good yeah. analogy.
0: Um, Brussels sprouts? Okay, I like that too. But you're talking about, yeah, I like vegetables. Here's the idea though. I think the other thing that we talked about earlier is um, this idea of uh, facilitating introductions, or at least on the prior podcast where you know we talked about introductions. This is a great opportunity for you to gracefully make a transition to the next conversation at a group event By introducing that person to somebody else. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like a handoff.
1: So if you're in a conversation with someone that you really don't think this is going anywhere positive, hopefully you're still thinking about what might be in their best interest and you see someone else that might be able to help this person. That's a really good opportunity to transition that person to a better conversation.
0: I've also had people that were kind of clingy. So they knew I was kind of a maybe a more... Confident, positive, networker, and so they wanted to just hang out with me. They didn't want to go off on their own and visit with other people. That can be uncomfortable because they're kind of hovering, you know, breathing down your neck in every
1: conversation. You know, it's funny because I've had this both sides of the, that conversation. The con- with others, we we've talked about. Okay, so we go to a networking event together. We know each other, and. What is the liability, the disadvantage of sticking together the whole time? And of course, it's sort of like, you know, if you go to a bar with a friend and you really want to meet somebody new, but everybody who sees you sees that you're with this other person, they're not... Every time. Yeah. So it's like, oh, well, that, you know, why introduce myself? Obviously, they're together, Right the the same is true of a networking event. If you're if you're sticking too closely to someone, you're not giving other people the opportunity to talk one-on-one with you. Yeah, let go of your your insecurity. Um, well, I was thinking the fear strings. Yeah. Anxiety. Let, just let go and see see where it lands. Another thing that I love, I particularly enjoy when it happens to me is when someone introduces me to someone else they don't actually have to know the other person. And the story I love to tell was years ago when I was in the dating world and I went to a bar and dance club with a couple of my best friends. And I happened to see somebody across the room that I thought was attractive. And so my friend said, oh, do you know that person? I said, no, would you like to be introduced? Sure, so he introduced me. I asked later, so how did you know that person? Oh, I didn't. <laughs> it was one of my favorite memories. And I love doing that professionally because, you know, something, if someone comes up to me and says, I'd like to introduce you to this other person, I, I have no idea where this is coming from, but I also have no idea where it's going. Let's take this, where find out where it's going. And I'm always always open open to this i think that's the fun part of networking i do that
0: frequently actually i'll introduce people that i don't know right or if i've been there long enough and met a handful of people and i know there's an overlap uh i'll say hey you know what you need to go talk to this person about that specific topic sure they might be able to give you some information
1: or advice on your project yeah so take them by the hand and let me introduce you there's a, a level of confidence when you are making that kind of an introduction, that then rubs off on the others involved. If you are not being the one to do the introduction, then be open to that, whether you're someone's introducing another person to you or if you're being introduced. And if you're really brave, even if you're not really brave, I still recommend it, Start talking to somebody and say, hey, I noticed you. I think you you might have some some interest in talking to this other person. And just introduce them and see what happens. Mm-hmm. It's fun, right? And that makes the networking event different from all the others that you go to. And everybody's talking to everybody they always talk to, right? It kind of sticks together. Changes that, right? It, it, it it's changes that level of comfort
0: out. and rapport you already have with somebody. It's natural. They'd want to do that. Right. What is gained if, if you're in the same trench all the time.
1: That's a great point. We're assuming that those listening to this are in the trenches, right? See if you can get into a different trench. Always go in with an idea of what can I learn from this, because you are going to have some bad moments, things that don't go well, things that you're not getting the responses you wanted, or you're not getting the end result that you walked in expecting as as a goal, right? Okay, not everything is going to be perfect. If you go in, what can I learn from that, even though it didn't go well, it may be that's a networking event I don't want to go back to, and that's okay. Know that the less than great experiences aren't necessarily your fault. They aren't necessarily the fault of any group or individual. It just may not have been a good fit or it may not have been a good evening. All of this is possible. We all have responsibilities at group meetings. We just want to make sure that we're, if it's a networking event, that we are helping people to network.
0: Going to these group events can have the good points and the bad points. Really, it's up to you to do your part yeah. to make it the experience you want it to be.
1: And I hope that includes having fun. Yeah.
0: And it, and if you get to the end of that event and you just des- make a decision not to go back, then that's okay too. Just find the right groups that right. give you the f- response that you're looking for. Well, that does it for this episode of Job Seekers Radio. You'll find show notes and resources at
1: jobseekersradio.com forward slash 045. One of those resources is the uh, Anatomy of a Networking Conversation ebook that we've done. Uh, You can download that. We want you to get onto iTunes and subscribe to get future episodes. While you're there, give us a rate and review and ask us questions. Yes. Be sure that you're sending us comments. If you're on a job search and and you're listening to us, let us know how things are going for you. We want to hear from you. We want to provide you support that we think is tangible
0: and valuable. If you have a request or any questions, it's likely we're going to
1: answer that or use that as a topic for our next episode. So thanks for joining us for this episode of Job Seekers Radio. We acknowledge the time and attention that you've paid to us, and we're grateful to you. I'm Andrew. And I'm Scott. Until next time, don't be your own worst enemy. Bye, everybody.